Hey guys and girls, welcome, welcome to, to Single to Sealed. I'm Jerry, your host, and here with me is my co-host and wife, Brianna. As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have dedicated this podcast to helping fellow Christians navigate the treacherous waters of dating all the way to the winding roads of marriage. All are welcome in our podcast family, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow, or favorite. Let's talk. Good morning, podcast family. Thank you for joining us for another Single to Sealed podcast episode. What episode are we on now, Jerry? <laughs> We're on episode five, popping the question. Also, I'd just like to say that we are not discriminatory against you afternoon listeners. <laughs> or, or next day listeners. evening listeners. Or next day <laughs> listeners. So I'm trying my best not to reprimand Brianna for her accusations, but... Uh, <laughs> or next year listeners who knows someone could be listening to this a year from now yeah it's still good yep still good <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to single steel guys today we are talking about the engagement phase of our relationship and what does it mean to be engaged and why should you take that step yep and everything about it and all in between <laughs> so what does it mean to be engaged well we're just going to put it very simply. It's to put a ring on it, to to make that commitment with someone that you want to get married to them. And you are going to be setting a date now or, or soon. Uh, so in Christian cultures, especially in our podcast specifically, we believe in saving yourself to marriage. So this is a very important step to binding yourself even more to that person that you've met that you love. And um, further showing that commitment by by making an official in front of God. Yes, I, de- uh, I definitely agree with that. We are, you know, trying to further our relationship by giving that initial promise to each other that we are preparing ourselves to actually be married. That is the step of engagement. Yes. And so we're going to go over a little bit about how we know we're ready to be engaged. Last time we talked about boyfriend and girlfriend phase and transitioning into engagement. And so uh, we have some prerequisites that should take place during that phase before we even get into the engagement. And we're going to cover those a little bit here. Exactly. So we do believe there are some prerequisites to getting engaged, to putting a ring on that finger and taking another step towards that commitment of being married. There are important conversations that you need to have with your significant other before you decide that you want to get engaged. One of those conversations is a conversation on goals. Jerry and I both agree that it is very important that you and your significant other are on the same page with the goals that you have for your future. First and foremost, like we just talked about a moment ago, is that you want to wait till marriage make sure you're both on that same page. Make sure you both are on the same page with your beliefs and with your desire to be in the church together and to have a, a holy marriage and to be sealed and to make sure that all aligns together so you can work through this this part of engagement. Uh, being engaged is very difficult when you're waiting. <laughs> Jerry and I know that firsthand. Um, Satan tempts you a lot when you're engaged. Uh, he doesn't want you to end up having... The marriage that God wants you to have and to save that sacred and special part of marriage for marriage. And so this is a very trying time in a relationship. Would you agree, Jerry? 
I do agree. <laughs> First-hand experience. Uh, it's very, very difficult to uh, want to be able to control a lot of those emotions and physical passions that you are now feeling you know, naturally yeah. to this other person. And that's okay. And this is something that uh, I kind of wanted to touch on a little bit is those feelings that you have of, you know, that, that crave for, you know, sexual activity. It's not a bad thing. No, it's from God. Yeah. In our minds, I, I, I think I got to a point in my own relationship where you have some, some thoughts in your head that you necessarily don't, shouldn't be, shouldn't be entertaining at the time. <laughs> and there is a big difference between thinking about something and actually doing something. And this is something that we actually had a conversation with, with our, with our bishop when uh, we were preparing for marriage, he said, there's a big difference between, okay, you know, these feelings that you have, did you do what you're ta- what you're thinking or, you know, did, or did you just think it? Because Christ can't, you know, God can't really condemn you for, you know, a thought just that comes to your mind. It's what we do with that thought that matters. Whether we entertain it. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's going to be difficult. And like Jerry said, I think it's important to recognize, and we'll touch on this in further episodes later. Uh, this is a topic we want to delve into further. But sex isn't something horrible or dirty or gross or, you know, wrong. It's something sacred and beautiful and something that God has given us to be able to create families and to be, able to be intimate with our spouses and have that um, closeness and that love. Um, within the bonds of marriage. And so it is something good. Uh, and it's okay to be attracted to your soon-to-be spouse and to have those feelings that you want to be with them. Um, but the importance is to save that for marriage and to hold strong to your goals. And that's why it's so important at the start of um, this engagement period that you guys make sure you're on the same page about that and that you guys are working together to get that goal um, of being sealed and having an eternal family. Yeah, among those goals are maybe some things that should be talked about, such as your finances. Yes. What kind of um, birth that someone's looking to have. You yeah. Know, it can be something as serious as somebody already plans to have a C-section. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that could bother you as, as a man. And some other woman might say, that's not your right to say. You know, and that's a big conversation between the two. Yeah. It- yeah. And, you know, before Jerry and I would have gotten together and like we had our kids, I never would have thought that that was something that would have been important to talk about. But now that we've had our kids and I've realized how much I have a love for a natural birth and we actually most recently did a home birth with our second child. And if I would have been married to someone that wouldn't have been supportive of that, that would have been really disappointing to me. So I got lucky with Jerry because we never discussed this. But I do think it's something really important that you discuss with your potential spouse what are your goals for growing your family? And and it's okay to not have some of those goals be set in stone laws. Yeah. Okay? Because you you guys aren't even married yet and a lot of, like you're not <laughs> even that close to having a kid in a lot of situations. So you don't need to know right now where you're going to have your birth at. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that, but it's good to kind of have some of those ideas in mind. Like everything you can think about that you think would bother you in the future about your companion. (laughs) Honestly, just talk about it. Honestly, just talk about it because this is your chance before you guys make it official. Yes, and I just wanted to retouch on finances because Jerry just kind of said it briefly, but that's also very important that you guys discuss, you know, all of your goals with finances and in depth how you're going to handle your finances because that is a big potential issue 
in a lot of relationships, and it's good to know what the spending habits are of your potential spouse uh, and to understand, you know, what their understanding is of how your budget is going to work. Whether you're college students, whether you're both very established and both have careers, this is something that needs to be definitely discussed. Also, how many kids do you want? Which we kind of touched on last time a little bit. Very important question, very important topic. You need to talk about if you're in college, what are your jobs going to be like? What are your hours going to be like? Um, what expectations do you have for each other for um, your home? If you are a man and you expect your wife to be at home with the kids, once you have some kids, that needs to be talked about. You need to make sure that she's okay with that. You need to make sure you're on the same page with that, um, both of you. Maybe the, maybe the girl expects you know, her future husband to be at home with the kids. I mean, that, that needs to be talked about, definitely. And that's a lot of things we're talking about on this channel is uh, we, we, we want people to be able to break some of these cultural norms. And if, if, if there is a woman out there who wants to be a breadwinner, you be a breadwinner. That's fine. And it's important for you as long as that you guys have that conversation between the two so that you know, later on, husband's not saying, it, it, this is my right to preside and provide and protect and you're impeding on that that's a that's something that you guys need to be in line with yeah because we do know the church tells us that you know what our roles they would like them to be but there are also exceptions um and you know god has a certain way he wants things to do to be but things happen in life and this is definitely something that needs to be discussed also i mean jerry and i discussed in depth where we'd want to live where we saw ourselves you know after he graduated and that kind of thing whether we'd be willing to leave Utah, which is where we met, um, where we kind of wanted to settle, raise our family. That's also very important to talk about. And <laughs> also, you want to talk about the ring just a little bit, right, Jerry? Ring slash rings, yes. Yes. Yeah, so this is a, a question that I had that I didn't know, and I'm, I think a lot of guys probably think the same who are listening to this. You know, How do I go about getting a, an engagement ring? Mm -hmm. what what does that take like should i allow myself to go into debt like for, <laughs> for, for the ring should i should i pay for it up front you know some of us have heard about the you should pay two months salary you know in order to um, have a ring that you should give an a, acceptable yeah ring. an acceptable ring for a girl right so let's talk about some of those things definitely so first of all uh, a fun date idea is actually ring shopping so most women, I'll tell you right now, would prefer to know an idea of what their ring is going to look like. Yes. Because, guys, you're not the one who has to wear this ring for the rest of your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and it has, to fit, it has to fit their desire, and it's a symbol of their love for you, you know, but also it, let it be what they want, especially if you're going to pay that much for it. A hundred percent. And so, um, you know, Brianna and I, we went out to a mall and we just walked around the different jewelry stores and she kind of pointed out like, oh, these are the type of rings I kind of like. You know, if the time comes that, you know, we're ready to actually get engaged, you know, and at this time we're pretty close. Like, you don't just casually go ring shopping no. when you're boyfriend <laughs> and girlfriend. Like, we're pretty close and, and we've, we've talked about, um, you know, our potential futures. Yeah, and so we walked around, kind of found what she liked. And then this is a good chance for... Her to tell me, you know, I specifically want this ring. Yes. Versus 
if you get me one like this, like I trust you. Yes. Like, it's very important because we have personal accounts of friends, you know, who didn't do something like this and the wife ended up resenting the ring. And someone might say, oh, that's pity. That's petty, right? Like, it's it's just a ring. It's just a symbol. But, I mean, come on. Like, as a guy who truly loves the girl, like, you want her to have the ring that she likes. Oh, 100%. Right? So let's try to avoid that situation because in, in the long term, like, that's potentially true. Like, it is just a symbol. You know, what, what you get, if she really loves you, she will appreciate it. You know, but, but that doesn't mean she wouldn't prefer something different. Exactly. It's like with anything in a relationship, um, if you were to buy me a shirt, sure, I will be happy with anything you buy me, but I would prefer it be a shirt that I actually would wear, right? <laughs> so it's the same thing with the ring. And I feel like ring shopping, when you go out and do that together, it's a really fun date idea. And also sometimes if you're like me, you don't really know what's going to look good on your hand. You haven't really looked at a lot of options. I know some girls spend hours looking at rings online, but I wasn't one of those. So going out and actually trying on rings was really fun, but it was also really good for me because I got to see what style I actually liked. And I ended up getting a a pear-shaped ring, which had never even been on my radar. And that was a style that I ended up loving when we were trying on rings. So definitely do that. Although I did tell Jerry when we were ring shopping that I would say yes if he gave me a string on my finger. Because at that point, I just, you know, I loved him. So I think it is important, girls, if it's not that big of a deal, that you help the guy feel better, that he's not able to afford a $15,000 ring knowing, you know, I love you no matter what it is. This is what I prefer, but I will say yes to you no matter what it is, if that really is how you feel. And there are different stages for everybody at the time that you approach a ring. If we're talking to you right now and you're a poor college student, Exactly. I really hope that the girl, you know, the bride-to-be isn't hoping for the most expensive prestigious ring on the block. Like, again, this goes back to the finances we're talking about. Your finances are together. In in some degree, she's also paying for this ring. You know, Mm -hmm. so think about that. Like, that money just doesn't just come from nowhere. And back to the concept of, um, should I go into debt? Should I pay for it? I would say, again, that's another concept of finances, uh, Personally, I decided that I was going to do a financing option with uh, the company, and uh, it worked out well for me. And I was able to, you know, track how long it was going to take me to pay it off and so forth. Yeah. Now, um, other people might say it's better to pay for it up front, you know, but again, up to you and your finances. You make the best choice for that. So I'd say that goes either way. So going back to how much money should we spend on our ring? <laughs> Brianna, how do we how do we know? What about that two-month salary rule? Well, I was doing some research actually the other day, and it was talking about how the two-month salary rule actually comes from a branding that a jewelry company did. Um, they did some heavy advertisement saying the two-month salary rule, but it was actually created by a jewelry company. So it doesn't come from any, you know, old-fashioned rule that was passed down from generation to generation. Like, it was a company, a jewelry company, trying to get people to spend more money, essentially. So, you need to find what ring is within your budget that you decide, you know, amongst yourselves, and find what you can for that price. I remember Jerry and I having the conversation, and he had, like, $4,500 or something set aside specifically for the ring, if I remember correctly. And I told him that I don't want him spending anything more than 2000 Like, I had that conversation with him. 
and we both agreed that that was a fair amount of money for an engagement ring. And I feel like you should be on that level of communication if you're going to get engaged. You should both be aware that an engagement is coming up sometime soon. I personally don't believe engagements should be surprises to the other person. (laughs) I think it should be something you've already talked about. And rings and that kind of stuff should be something you've already discussed. Yes, I I totally agree, Brianna. And I think that's a perfect segue into uh, the right situation to propose. Just like you said, um, you know, you shouldn't just rush and get engaged before talking about it. But not just that, just like you shouldn't also rush into proposing unless you you've talked about it. And by that, I mean, uh, every girl has a different way that they want to be proposed to. They might want to be proposed to in a private setting. They might want to be proposed to in a public setting because they like the attention. It's good to know those things to make the moment more magical um, for both of you. And I I don't think it has to be all about her. Like, I think that if you also are more comfortable in a private setting, then um, I think that's pretty important for you guys to be able to discuss. What do you think, Brianna? Yes, I definitely agree. I mean, has anybody ever seen those videos of guys proposing to girls and they get totally rejected at like a football game or in front of all their friends and family or just awkward situations like that when they do it in public? And you can obviously tell that the guy did not discuss with the girl beforehand about anything to do with engagement. Otherwise, she would have been better prepared and she probably wouldn't have said no because she would have, you know, he would have already known that she was going to say no. (laughs) So obviously they skipped that whole step of discussing anything to do with marriage or proposal. And honestly, I always told Jerry when we were dating, if he proposed to me in public, I would probably say no because I don't want to feel pressure to say yes. And some girls want a a big proposal. One of my really good friends told me that her dream proposal is to get um, engaged at Disney World in the middle of like the big parade that they do where everybody is there. That's her dream. So, I mean, some people want to get proposed to like that. So it just depends. I mean, you don't have to have a formal sit down and say, tell me everything that you want in your proposal. But you definitely need to know the girl or the guy well enough to know exactly what kind of situation uh, is best for a proposal for them. And make sure that you know what the answer is going to (laughs) be. Another thing on that topic is um, engagement photos. So that's one thing I didn't consult with Brianna about I don't know if we really thought about it as a couple together but I don't think we talked about it yeah when I decided to propose to her um, it was one of those moments where she was like man I wish that we had photography for this and a lot of people (laughs) do a lot of people like photography for that and so obviously I mean I would have loved to see Jerry in his onesie proposing to me that would have been a great memory to have and we don't have any of those that is kind of disappointing (laughs) <laughs> yes, I actually proposed to Brianna in a pajama onesie <laughs> in a Sub-Zero ice cream shop on Center Street in Provo. Yes, with a deck of cards. But that's for a different a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great. Um, yeah, so if you want photos, then make sure you talk about that ahead of time. I would, I would go ahead and throw that, in, throw that in there into your checklist. Yes, I 100% agree. Well, we are moving on now to all of the information and things that you need to know for after engagement, for that whole period of engagement that you're going to have after you guys make it official that you're going to get married. First off, I do want to address um, every engagement period is different, a different amount of time. Some people are engaged for like a month or two. 
I know Jerry and I were engaged for, I think, about four, five-ish months. Um, and that was a good amount of time for us. I honestly wouldn't recommend, especially when you're waiting, you know, it's it's that's a very difficult time period. I wouldn't recommend you do a super long engagement. If you know you want to marry them, what's the holdup besides wedding planning? So I would say give yourself enough time to plan a wedding and no more and no less than that. Just give yourself a comfortable amount of time. I would say like four to six months is a good amount of time. Now everyone's different, but I want to reiterate Satan works really hard on you during those months of engagement um, to try to make sure you don't make it to the temple and you don't make it to get married um, and keep your commitment to God. So definitely take that into consideration when you're you're saving your dates. Yes, I, I agree with that. I, I think that uh, shorter engagement is definitely better. And another thing that you can do within that time, and we talked about this a little bit earlier in the podcast, is make sure that you meet with one of your church leaders frequently so they can help you stay on course yes. um, to you know get married and you know not doing anything that's going to stop you from having the, that holy marriage that you want. And you know for people in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, obviously we're talking about the bishop. You yes. know, but this is something that's totally possible for, for anyone to do within any congregation. It's um, talking to someone who's a leader who's important to you, can you know, help you, you know, guide s- you, be guided. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I definitely think it's important back in that um, kind of aspect of helping with the temptation and keeping in line. Um, now that you know you want to get married, you guys know each other well, I would recommend that you do as many public and double dates as possible when you go to go on dates go out with friends hang out with family uh, do things in public which will help limit the amount of time you have to be tempted and to get into those difficult situations that you don't want to be in Uh, you have spent a lot of time together so far and hanging out with people and in public will help you keep on track Um, also it is really important that you guys are attending church frequently and together if you can now um, it is a great way to kind of learn how each other is spiritually even more and be able to lean on each other and spend that time growing as a couple spiritually. Jerry and I also made a goal. I think we went to our first temple trip together as a couple on like our fourth or fifth date, which was really great, but it started a nice trend of us going to the temple together. And by the time we were engaged, we were going weekly and we were doing, um, I think proxy ceilings and stuff in the temple together and just having that time to be in a holy place together was really really good for us and I think set a really great tone for our marriage um now that COVID has hit and things have been kind of crazy we haven't been going to the temple as frequently but for the first I think it was like two-ish years of our marriage we were going almost every week to the temple and that started when we were when we were dating so setting that good tone to your marriage is really great not all of you are members of our church. So if not going to the temple, I mean, go to your Bible studies together. Uh, you know, spend that time just really nurturing your spirit together. Yeah, we didn't really talk about um, meetings together in church and the other stages of this. You know, so I guess going back a little bit, I don't think you really need to be going to church with somebody while you're just dating them. Yeah. Um, you know, stick to your own congregations. Uh, after you become boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, maybe talk about a little bit more um, kind of up to you and then for engagement for sure you know, mm-hmm. for sure be going together and to be able to build that unity because at this point you need to already see yourself as 
you know, basically being one without the contract. Yes. You know, when you're in, when you're engaged, there's no other time to mess around or do anything that you wouldn't do already. You know that uh, when you're married. So uh, keep that in mind. And then, um, lastly, as far as spirituality goes, I think that praying and reading the scriptures together very often is very important. Um, I know sometimes it's hard to be able to do that every single day, especially with someone that you probably don't live with. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, we we tried hard to uh, talk to each other every day, at least on the phone or in person. And we would uh, pray together on the phone every day Yeah, and before we would, bed. We got pretty good at uh, praying together on the phone and uh, even reading the scriptures together on the phone, if, it, if it, that's what it had to be. And uh, that really helped us to be able to know that we were in the right place and that you know, God was supportive of our of our marriage that we hope to have. Yeah. And I know when I was in the mission, one thing that stuck with me really strong, I served in Peru, in Lima, Peru. So it wasn't Spanish, but there was a time when we were in a leadership council meeting with my mission president, and he looked around at all of us. And he said it in Spanish, but he said, you would be stupid after all that you know to not get married in the temple. And he used the word estupido, which is very strong in Spanish. It's not like saying tonto, if you know Spanish. And um, that always stuck with me when I was dating and when I was engaged with Jerry as well, that we know how important it is to become an eternal family. Um, like we've talked about before, there are going to be mistakes made. We're not perfect, but we need to make sure our goal is ultimately always a temple and holy marriage and that we are constantly working for that because after everything we know, a lot of us are returned missionaries and a lot of us have you know, been teaching this gospel. Um, we know how important it is, marriage and to have an eternal family. So that needs to be always our number one goal. And we need to always keep that in our mind. Yes, I, I agree with that. I think that uh, you know, missions are very important to us, even those that don't go on missions. It's yeah. um, important for us to you know, be striving for that goal. And again, we don't mean to be discriminatory to those who are listening to this who you know, aren't members of our faith. Sometimes a lot of this terminology could be very, very specific for us. And uh, I just want to be able to say that it's just important in general for, for you to be able to have a spiritual marriage, mm-hmm. a spiritual marriage under God. You know, that, that's going to give you a greater peace in your unity and you know, being able to feel the Spirit and God's blessing to back up what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make a side note. If, you're, if you are in that stage of engagement and something's not right, um, and you're recognizing the relationship isn't good, it's never too late to back out of an engagement. Um, I don't want you to think because you spent all this money on the wedding or, you know, he bought a ring or, like, all this stuff that it's it's too late for you to turn back. If there's something that you discover about your significant other, whether it's a guy or a girl, and you're like, uh, this is not what I bargained for, like, this is not what I wanted to deal with, um, this is your time to back out. And if you're waiting for someone to tell you that it's okay to back out right now and you're listening, this is me telling you it's okay. Um, <laughs> better now than when you have made a promise in front of God. Uh, and sometimes this engagement period is a really good time for you to figure out truly who the person is that you're going to be spending your life with. And it is very important that you listen to what God tells you. Um, now, don't mix that with cold feet because <laughs> there is a little bit of cold feet when you're making a huge promise like getting married. Um, but if there are serious red flags, I mean, this is your time to notice them. 
and to act on them. Yeah, I, I think that uh, by the time it comes that you're ready to be married, I would hope that all couples you know, are, are fully engaged and um, prepared to do so, that you can't wait, that you're just so excited. Yeah. You know, to be terrified and to be intimidated is something that happens to some people, you know, but I personally would say, you know, try your best to work all that out before the time comes to get married because obviously Brianna said it's okay to break off an engagement for serious problems, but, you know, very, very sad, you know, to mm-hmm. to put together all this and all the people involved and then right when the time comes, just not show up. You know, it's just embarrassing for you. It's it's better to to just say we've decided to postpone our wedding into a further date. Mm-hmm. So that you can be happy and look back on your wedding day as something memorable and happy instead of terrifying. Yes, exactly. All right. I totally agree with that. All right, so let's do a little re- little bit of recap. Yeah. You want to start us off, Jerry? Yes. So we talked about what it meant to be engaged and how it separated from boyfriend and girlfriend. And how we know they're ready to be engaged was through several prerequisites, such as you know having difficult conversations that... Make sure that your goals of marriage are aligned together. We talked about ring shopping and making sure that you know, the girl's happy with the, the ring that she's going to get because <laughs> you love her, guys, and you want her to be happy and you want her to make you happy, so get her a good ring. Also, it is very important that you talk about things that need to be talked about. Finances, what kind of birth you want, children, your work, future places to live. You know, all of that stuff falls under the umbrella of prerequisites to talk about before you get engaged. Make sure you're on the same page before you jump in with the ring. Um, also talk about what kind of proposal you both want um, and what your engagement period will be like. It is a good time when you're dating to talk in the future and say, you know, one day when we're married, when we're married, when we have a family. Use those phrases and talk about those things openly. After you are engaged, though, it is still important to spend a lot of time together, but to be more careful and selective about what kind of time you're spending together. Temptation is strong, so make sure you're spending time in public places, you're spending time with friends and family, with other people to help take that temptation off you um, and help keep you on the right track for the temple and a holy marriage. Continue to strengthen yourself. Continue to make yourself better in every aspect of your life. Help the other person that you are with continue to be better themselves whether it be in work, in school, or especially in their spirituality. If you make mistakes, talk to your bishop, talk to your leader, work it out. It's going to be okay. And this is going to be a really joyous time of your life. And we're so excited for you, whether you're in still the dating phase or you are in this phase right now or you're married, you know all about this. We are so thrilled you tuned in with us today for this episode. Thank you so much for your support. We love you guys. And we'll catch up with you next time. If you enjoy Single to Sealed, be sure to invite your friends to help our podcast family grow. If you haven't subscribed, followed, or favorited, be sure you do so you don't miss out on any of our great content. Thank you for joining us today as we help you move one step closer to sealing the deal. We'll We'll see see you you next time. time.